In other words, shit. We better get on this. <laughs> but with the length of this one we cover in today, it might just cover a nice stretch for us. A nice good stretch of two years. Maybe, hopefully. And we're not just waving our dicks in our hands. There's a reason we're talking like, yar, pirates. Yar, we be, I think we are, um, what, a, a, a misappropriating a culture, yar. <laughs> just a tiny bit, yar. Arg. 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 If you couldn't tell by now, I think we're doing a live action One Piece review. So, that's what we're doing. And honestly, before we get into that, Drew, how are you today? Because I didn't introduce you at all, because I'm very tired. You're very tired. That's okay. I'll, I'll introduce myself. I'm his cohort, Drew, along with... He's my first mate, Yar. 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 The first mate. I mean, the I'm, captain of I'm, this crew. I'm the Zoro to his straw hat. Like, fuck yeah, buddy. <laughs> I won't lie, I find myself more of a Sanji character than a. Hey, that's all right. I feel like you and I are more Sanji and yeah, Zoro at the end of the day. Yeah, we're we're both more Sanji than Zoro for sure. Right. Um, like at the end of the day, I appreciate the Luffy comment because he's just like free spirited. Fuck yeah, bud. Let's go. But at the same time, you have to be truthful to yourself, and I'm like. I gotta be Sanji because I'm terrible with women, but at least I know how to fucking cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And I've seen you kill some people. I mean, injure them with wounds that they survived and talked about to the day with three sword <laughs> style in particular. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, the live action One Piece came out. We're dating it now. We're dating this. Um, I finished the series not too long ago. You finished the series today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's been out less than a week, so we're on that. We're on the pulse, baby. For once, we're on the pulse. Yep. yep we're on we're the not, pulse. We're 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 current. We're current this God time. God damn it! Well, now I gotta edit it before, so we can still maintain the currency. <laughs> um. No. So let's do a little bit of a recap here, real quick, of live action anime adaptations. Dragon Ball Z Evolution. Trash. Um. Death Note by Netflix. Big time trash. Cowboy Bebop. I was gonna say. Uh, before we moved on from uh, Death Note, though, side note, William Defoe's Ryuk, awesome. Oh, William, yeah. he was the best part of it. He's only in it for like two minutes of total screen yep. time. And I'm just over here like, oh, why didn't you just have them be the boyfriend and girlfriend? Yep. No, different story. Different. No, wait, we'll, we'll drag it in. We'll drag in live action here real quick. But so next one is live uh, action Cowboy Bebop. Live which, action Cowboy Bebop. The episode with Jet. Perfect. Oh, it's the fantastic. The actor they picked as Jet, perfect. The opening scene. I would say the who they picked as Spike was also perfect. Yeah. Like, the casting was great. Story. Mm. Yup. It's after the, you know, after the Jet episode, the quality takes a giant dip. And it's just like, it went from, this could be satisfying to, ah, well, this is disappointing, just like every other fucking anime adaptation. Correct. Um, no, and then... Once this got announced, I was just over here like, don't hurt my baby. Don't hurt this gigantic... Yeah, please don't do a bleach don't. to it. Like, oh my god. No, they did Rowan Intention pretty well, but that was just because it was done by not Netflix. Well, yeah, yeah. I was going to say that like that one's an outlier, and I know you're probably going to disagree with me on this one, but I because I've read so much of the manga, I feel like Battle Angel was done very fucking well. I have a problem with Battle Angel. <laughs> that, I, that's all I will say. Yeah, no, I, yeah, and I was going to say, uh, if you don't like the Battle Angel movie, then you mm -hmm. would not like the manga, because it's pretty much, most of it's shot for shot from the manga. Really? I thought it wasn't for some no, reason. No, no, it, it's very, it's like super truthful to the manga, actually. 
heard. The only the only difference is that um, the love interest character uh, mm-hmm. is a t- way more of a piece of shit in the manga than he is in the movie, and I kind of that's my one gripe about it is I would have I wish they would have kept it that way where they just would have let him just stay a total garbage piece of. But he must be the helpful, reluctant hero to come back and do the ding. But uh, Battle Angel, <laughs> Battle Angel herself kicks ass. Like the the fucking fight scenes, the the uh, the the motor derby thing. Like those are like straight out of the fucking uh, manga. And it, it, like for a manga fan, it was fucking awesome. Sorry, I'm looking up cast and things because I want to be accurate to this. Are you a woman? Are you... Is Kobe being played by a woman? Which I'm not against. Because early Kobe is... Oh, okay. Never mind. I understand now. Okay. Cool. Wow. They have a trans person playing Kobe. Nice. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, the, I, that was one of the things I was going to praise uh, the adaption the most. Is how diverse the cast is. I it's love be- how diverse the cast is. Yeah. Because even like in the manga, like in the anime like oda gives hints that these people aren't just necessarily straight white and or like, japanese yeah. or it's japanese and like they're just like okay who's white um nami obviously and then we go who's asian zoro obviously and then everyone else is like you know we live in a world about eight billion people with different accents cultures and all that why not hire all the cast <laughs> why not just be like accurate representation of earth yeah Oh, fuck it. The kid playing Luffy is... Anaki is fantastic. He's so good. And the dude playing Zoro is chef's kiss. Like, He's like so, Anaki, I'm going to butcher all your names and I don't apologize because you won't see this podcast ever. So, But if you do see this podcast, uh, apology right here. It's, it's, it's me saying sorry. Um, Anaki Goboy plays... Uh, Godoy plays Monkey D. Luffy. Emily Red plays Nami. Makienyu. Fun fact, he was her own intention. He was in the live action Ronin Tension. That's awesome. He was the yeah. he was the bandage up guy. Um, and then Taz Skyler, who got all the shit on him for looking like Eminem, is Sanji. Uh, Pete Gadot Galat is um, uh, Shanks. And why is Usopp not among it? Morgan Davis, Davies, Davies, Davies. He is Kobe. Uh, and the, then yeah, they're they're fucking great. The only thing I didn't like about the main uh, Straw Hat. Crew. Was Sanji's yeah, uh, Sanji Sanji's accent just bothers me. It's just really, weird. I think it's, it's just weird. You know what I mean? It's just a. We, it's not like like when he talks. Uh-huh. It's just like I don't think his accent is consistent, and it, it just it's well, just you str- know, he's actually Australian, right? Taz Skyler's Australian as fuck. Well, but he doesn't like use his natural Australian accent though. That's it, fair. It's like, so like whatever trying to kind of accent he's trying to do, it, it's like, I can't, it's hard to place. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. if, if it feels very off, but that's just a minute criticism. I mean, I, I like him as the character. I think like when he like is physically acting, he sells Sanji very well. Mm-hmm. Even like his delivery, I think is great. It's just, his accent is really weird to me. That was kind of my only, like with the main straw hats, that was my only like massive you know, gripe. Not even gripe, big gripe. It was just like I just I was just like, huh, that's weird. And I, I just moved on from it. You know what I mean? Right. It, didn't, it didn't really take me out of the story. I just it was just some, a little thing I noticed. I was just like, huh, that's weird. He's got a weird accent and it doesn't really fit in with like any like 
one I can really place that would make like if he would have had like a French accent, that would have totally fucking oh, made, wait, wait. If, if that would have totally made sense, especially like when we first meet Sanji, because he's so he's such a pain in the ass for uh, the Iron <laughs> Chef. You know what I mean? All I the shit Steph. that he's yeah. <laughs> um, no, like I get I get where that's coming from, where it's all that, but no, there is no but. I just understand. Um, no, so something I think that made this show great is that like, um. I'm going to just get this out there. Oda gave the seal of approval, which is like, cool, you trusted these people to not fuck up your the thing you've been making your entire existence. Yeah, his entire career has like, you know, been riding on one piece. It started in 1999. It's 2023, about going to be 2024, and, you know, like... It's still four. going. Yeah. Still an ongoing series. That's It's literally shown in pretty much longest running series at this point. I think it's the longest running piece of literature that the world ever ever had. I don't know if that is true, but it's I'm making it true. Damn it! <laughs> I don't have facts, but I have feelings. A.K. Isn't that how this world that world works now? This world works like you don't have to have true facts; it's just feelings. Feelings. <laughs> feelings over facts on right. this podcast. <laughs> Not really. No facts at all times. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Facts yeah, at all times. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, no, it also helped that the director, like the showrunner, um, like. Not the director, but like you know the team who developed it were hardcore One Piece fans because I don't know about you. Usually I go in blind for a lot of things. This I was like, I need to know everything about everyone who's doing this project so I can either have my hopes built up and then come crashing down. Because I won't lie, the first official trailer that came out where it's like the one with him walking to the gallows and all that, I was just like, okay, they know what they're doing. This is, ooh, don't get my hopes up. Don't hurt me again. Don't right, hurt me again. Right. When because you, I mean, you're when right. You, when you told me about this, mm-hmm. I was just like, ugh. A shonen live action adaption. I was like, this mm-hmm. is not going to be good. And after the first episode, I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to just do nothing else today and just watch this. And I'm mm-hmm. so glad I did. It was of, I would say, of the big shonen, like, adaptions i've seen it's by far the most faithful one. Oh, like, there's so much care put into this i was frankly blown away man like i uh there's care but there's also this sense of unique perspective or like unique uh storytelling stuff because this chapter like the section they're covering for people who don't know is from romance dawn all the way to the fishman to arlong's arc which is like 50 episodes yeah, of, yeah i was of i was the anime i was gonna say and then, like 30 maybe 50 chapters of the manga like something like that i don't know i, don't I know think it, i uh, honestly i think it's probably closer to like 80 to 100 chapters yeah of the that's manga. what i wanted to say yeah and then it's about it is i think you're on the money i think it's like 50 maybe 52 episodes in the uh, I think anime 50 is like when they get to log town if i remember correctly because i watched log town arc like a motherfucker i love that arc um, yeah i um I mean i i i really liked the actor that played arlong he was fucking oh, he perfect was- menacing terrifying all of it yeah um uh, and i you know um even though there's a lot of stuff that is cut out it doesn't feel rushed it was just like you know it's like reliving that part of my younger adolescence when i like remember this story and i was like okay it's this is moving much faster than the anime and the manga um but it still like kept the same core stories for uh, each character. Yeah. Um, 
Something I particularly enjoyed is that they knew when to cut stuff or knew when to do. They knew what to cut. Yeah. Because there's no Don Krieg in this thing except for like two minutes where he shows up and Mihawk's already wrecking his shit. See, that was the thing I wanted to bring up too is because Mm -hmm. I'm not mad they cut Don Krieg. I get why they did it because it would have just been. It would have been filler. and Well, it would have been. What they replaced it with was better of this Arlock showing up being like. Where's my shit? <laughs> yeah, the big the big flex. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was going to say, too, it would have just been so ridiculous visually to try and pull God. off what happens in that fight in live action. Because mm-hmm. like, we kind of get a little bit of it when he fights Mahawk. And, I would have been, and he's just over here like, oh, I'm just a little busy. Give me a second. Boom. And I'm just like, why did this do? Like, again, it's we have that point of hindsight and all that of like 20 years, 30 years gap between this show and like the original one. But, like, having Mihawk just show up and wreck people's shit is fantastic. It's a perfect introduction to his character, too. Right. I was like, what a badass this guy is. Mm-hmm. And like, he, in the manga, he doesn't, it's not doing him injustice either. He just shows up, cuts the shit, ship in half, and then there's the battlefield. But I feel like them being there was a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was unfortunate for me. Just because I uh, love Luffy's fight with Don Krieg. It's one of my favorite parts in mm-hmm. the anime. But again, I understand why they cut it. So I was like, I was like, man, I wanted to see that. But I, you know what? I'm gl- almost glad that I didn't. Because I, if it would have not been done well, which I would have been really hard to pull off in live action, I was like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of glad in hindsight that they cut it. Cause Could you imagine that budget for it? Like, it, my first thought is, like, it'd have to be, like, Pirates of the Caribbean 3 world, like, at World's End level of, like, cinematography and CG, like, battle and all that. Yeah, be, I mean, because it's literally they are battling across two ships. And just the level of destruction that the that happens in that fight is crazy. It's like the level of destruction that happens when Mahawk shows up, and that's like 30 seconds. And this is like a 10 episode fight. So it would have, yeah, it would have cost so much money to do it. How about fucking uh, the guy that plays Garp, though, man? The oh first time God. he throws Once a I cannibal- saw him, and like I saw like a flash of him on like the cinema screen, I'm like, are you Garp? There's no other reason for you to be here except to be Garp. And then you're introducing Garp like hundreds of episodes, uh, hundreds of chapters beforehand, like like before the Axe Hand arc, like but actively pursuing Luffy. Um, it was fantastic. I was just yeah. like, this is a good character change. I like this a lot. That Garp is like, I don't want any other Marines involved in this. Fuck off, fuck off. This is my grandkid. Fuck off, fuck yep, off, fuck he's off. Like, fuck I, off. He's like, I just got to set him straight before he fucks his life up. Like, mm-hmm. um. I love Garp as a character, so having him a bit earlier, and this actor does it perfectly, like, and I also, I saw some criticism on the internet, like, oh, they're not jacked enough or whatever, I'm like, shut the fuck up! I was like, he's shut supposed to be, like, up. a 60-year-old man, he's not, you know, no actor is gonna fucking shoot themselves full of test and trend to get as big as fucking Garp is in Except the manga. for the guy who played the colonel in Avatar. Well, Yeah. But, you know, he, that guy's an outlier. He's not the... He's an exception to the rule. He's not, like... And honestly, I think Garp looks fine. Like, he, Oh, yeah, no, he looks great. He doesn't... Garp has never shown off, like, a muscular frame. Or, like, he's just been a big he's just, guy. He's just a big guy, yeah. Um, I do like something that's happening around the internet right now. So, after the end of everything, in the first... It's the cut... It's the uh, execution scene. One, we see Dragon there. Completely up out against like the like wall of Marines and all that. I'm like, 
How to subtly not be subtle. I'm in a giant green cloak in the middle of the way. But no. So, do you remember the execution scene? Like, how it all played out? Like, the people they chose to frame up on camera, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. There's the woman they focus on. Do you remember that? I do. Uh, do how well are you in One Piece lore? Um, I, uh, like the, the dragon reference I get. No, I, no, no. This is something completely different. And no, like, no. And it's losing their mind. I, I probably wouldn't. Do uh, you know who Crocodile is? Yeah. The yeah. sand guy. Yeah, I know. So, did you ever get to the Impel Dawn arc where, like, they release Crocodile and Yvonne Cobb's like, I know your secret, Croco boy. I don't remember that part of the manga. So. But him and Luffy's fight is, like, my favorite fight. Oh, they in put the-, the classical element over and it's fucking amazing in the, in the anime. Um. They better do that in the show, goddammit. Um, uh, <laughs> you better gotta fucking do it. Um, and, no, the reason why I bring this up. So, in the back lore of One Piece right now, um, when they're in the Impel Down arc, they're like, why are we gonna release him? Well, he's strong as fuck, and Oda wants to redeem him as just being strong as fuck. So, let's get him in here. The rumor is that before then, Crocodile was a woman and had and was changed into a man by Ivankov. So that's the secret that she knows, that they know, is because um, Crocodile was originally a woman, and now they're a man, and they don't want that getting out. So the rumor is that the woman they focus on in that moment is Crocodile. No shit. And, okay. And Enoki um, almost lets it slip, because he's in an interview, he's like, oh, we see red hair, we see this person, we see Crocodile, and then Nami looks at him and goes, no, 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 no. Shut your mouth. <laughs> right. And it's just that, and I'm just over here like, Fuck you! Yeah! And I'm just like, look, Oda's even hinted at it multiple times, like because there's a flashback scene of a different way that Roger's execution is visited, and it's like you can tell this person's crocodile by the slick back hair, but they're looking a bit slimmer in the face instead of that very nice jawline. Right. But right. no, I just like how it's like subtle hints to this is what Oda's been planning the entire time, kids. I'll wink. I still there's some scenes I wish they kept though, like. I do like their different interpretation on it. I One thing I miss is Shanks' gun line from the manga and the anime, where it's like, he walks up to the bandits who are threatening Luffy, and he just goes and like, are you ready to do it? What? Are you ready to pull a trigger? Because once you pull that out, it's not, it's not a threat. It's a promise. And then the guy who eats the meat just comes up and shoots the guy right back there. Yeah, um, the, uh, the Shanks fight, it was like, it was cool. But that was something I definitely felt that was done better than the anime. Like, yeah. It was almost... Because oh. Ben Beckman just shows up and goes, oh, right, the kid, that captain's acting up again. Let me... <gasps> he doesn't even fire a gun. He uses the butt of his gun and goes... Wah, 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 wah. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I will say the the Sea King uh, monster they oh. used looked amazing. The CGI in this scene is utterly fantastic. Like... This is, I think the moral of this episode is that when it's a passion of love and a passion of, like, actual interest, they'll take their time, they'll make it look good. Barate looked fantastic. Uh, the Fishman, like, the Fishman fight was very, like, Chinese cinematography, and I'm all for that Chinese cinematography. Right yeah, there. um, honestly, uh, didn't mind them shortening the hour-long fight. I, I like that they kept the important parts where he literally splits the building in half with the axe kick. Like yeah. I do like how he also just grabs the blade, too, and just breaks it off in our and goes, oh. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah. He's like, how much are you wanting for? He's like, I don't even have one yet. He's like, delicious. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, I, I like that uh, 
in that moment, Arlong, you can see it on his face. He's like, oh, he wasn't really taking our last fight seriously. And now he is. Like, That's always a scary part about Luffy, even in any media. It's like when he starts fighting for real, you're just over here like, what I do? What what god did I piss off in this moment in order to get to here? Yeah, because he has that. Uh, he has that. Uh, I'll fight fight you till I die. You better kill me because I'll keep coming until I win. Mentality, right. which is the scariest mentality to have when you're fight like fighting against somebody, like mm-hmm. fighting the, against those type of people. It's like that Nate Diaz. Like those are the scariest motherfuckers to fight against. Yeah, they will keep coming until they're down. Like, yep. Um. I know we're jumping around a lot, but it's just to cover everything. Like the casting's fantastic, the product is the project design. Also, uh, customers always wrong. We're just gonna base off the Baratier now, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we're just gonna have a giant fish mouth now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I, I outdoor bar right there. Absolutely. Why is it a fish bar? Shut your whore mouth. We do whatever we want here. That's the thing is you're not allowed to ask questions that the customer's always wrong. Customer's always wrong. Coming to you in 2033. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Give me another 10 years, I'll make it happen. Right. Um, no, it just when I saw the layout of it, I'm like, this is just too sexy. I also like how they hu- subtly hint at things in the show, particularly in the Bracci episode, because the big thing is like uh, Iron Fist, whatever the hell his name is, like his full name in the manga, the anime. He gets like this whole like, ah, the Straw Hats, how dare you intercede my ship? I'm going to fire a cannon at you. And then blows a hole in the Bracci, which leads to Luffy owing the debt. But no, he just shows up in a little cameo with someone who shows up in Logtown. They're like, how dare you insult me? And it's like, and Sanji's like, no. Like, it's a good introduction for Sanji's fighting skills, too. Yo. Where he's like, no fighting. He's like, can I just offer you booze? And he's like, after I kill him, and he goes, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, correct answers. I do like the subtle hints, too, because in that fight scene, you see a CP9 agent in the background. Not a CP9, but a cypher pull agent in the background, too. I'm just like, these people did their research. These people know what the fuck they're doing. Well, I, I like, too, that um something that was different that I noticed is the first couple times we meet Nami, she's really kind of an asshole because she fucks over Zoro and Luffy, at le- for my recollection, at least twice, like leaves them stranded. In the show or in the ma- anime manga? In the manga and in the... Uh, uh, original animation like she like because the first time yeah one time at buggies she yep yep so well, she, because she's she locked up luffy and it's like hey i brought you this guy can you leave me the fuck alone now and yep. then, and then there's another time where uh she takes luffy and zoro's ship and they, she leaves him with just that little like schooner ding- well that was the dinghy that the two other swordsmen that zoro knew that aren't in the show yo yeah there's a lot of characters that have been cut out just for, for reason for yeah. good reasons like yeah. it's not just like it's because I don't like them. It's just because they didn't make sense in the story that they were trying to do here. Yeah. Well, the thing I do like though is the pe- like the characters they kept that were minor. They actually like give them more personality. Like yeah. the Axe Hand guy's son. Like in the in oh the- Helmepo is great later on down the road. But like right now he deserves it. Like yeah, like they're like really trying to flesh his character out much earlier than that happens mm-hmm. down the line. Yeah. Um, which I appreciate. Uh, actually, I kind of like I. Uh, I think I actually like Nami because I didn't like Nami very much in the original arc when I first read it. Yeah, but I liked her a lot more because in, they gave her a character more than just the last arc of Fishman. Yep. Because in um, in the manga and the anime, you get it like in the last however many chapters, ten episodes in the anime, 
of like her being a sympathetic character. But on the show, you find her being a sympathetic character the entire fucking time. What because of uh, her body language, her facial mm-hmm. expressions. But the, the like the real like first big one that we get is uh, where she's trying to stop Zoro from uh, fighting Mahawk because yeah. she knows he cannot win. And she's the only one that knows he cannot win. Right. Um, and that's the first, like, I don't think she actually said this in the uh, manga or anime, but she looks at him, it's always, she's, she's like, why, why are you getting in my way? Because I'm your friend, you idiot. <laughs> they don't say that in the show because she's very distant. She she pulls the Nico Robin for a little bit, Yo. too. Well, before well, Nico, the well really, Nico Robin, it kind of just has the same stick that Nami does where it's like, well, she Nami's thing is the same thing as Nico's, where she just goes swordsman, captain, cook, and doesn't refer to them by their names. And like the that's the same thing with Nami in the manga and the anime. She doesn't she'll say their names, but she won't give a shit. Like she's just parasite off, of, like getting her way with that. Yeah, and all that. And it's uh, and it's not until Arlong shows up that she like returns to her cold demeanor. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, I can be someone that's not well, and she, long. Well, and she like has tears in her eyes when she leaves. Because yeah. She's like, she's doing it. She thinks she's leaving to protect them because she doesn't want them to get hurt. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think she, that it, the first time he fights Arlong, I think that is, if I remember correctly, that is how she saves Luffy the first time. Oh yeah, time, she though. goes, I'm going with you. We're done here. Like, I got the map. It's fine. Which I do like how everyone, it's not just go on random adventure to random island. It's everyone's like, we don't know how to get to the Grand Line. Where's the map? Yup. And that's what I liked about it. It's just like, there's a map to the Grand Line. Here you go. Because I think Zeph gives Luffy the map in the show manga, in the anime. Yeah, I believe you're, they don't find that until much later. Yeah. I think they end up in like, uh, they start, they're in East Blue, and then I think they're in... Correct me if I'm wrong. I think they're in, they end up in South Blue, maybe? No. So, they always remain in East Blue until they get to uh, the mountain, and then they immediately go to the Grand Line. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. They never go to North, South, or West, but you meet people who are North, South, and West. Like, right. You okay. later learn that. I don't care. It's spoilers. It's been out for multiple years now. Shut your it's whole been out mouths. for 20 years, yeah. Um, no. This was much earlier. Uh, Sanji comes from the North Blue. is basically the Nazis. Like, he's part of the Veensmoke family, which is basically, they're called yep. Germa 66. Yep. Which yep. I looked at them and said, the Nazis. <laughs> yep. But, but with, um. They're like elite, they're elite with, soldiers, yeah. With they all Lanny, have... with Lanny Pretor's not Nazi version. Nazis! <laughs> yeah. I, uh. I'm kind of interested to see, uh. I mean, I think this is obviously, it's gotta get a second season. Oh, like, dude, I looked up metrics for this show. It's number one right now. Like, out of everything. And, like, it's topped everything. It's made them, I'm not showing you, million, hundreds of millions of dollars. The show has made them hundreds of millions of dollars. It's just done with so much care, man. I was uh, I was really quite surprised. And even though, like, the the stretchy stuff with Luffy is looks a little silly, but it's but supposed to. Yeah, it, it, but it made me laugh in a good way. Not yeah. like not like a, you know. Oh, ha, ha, this is bad. Like, oh, ha, 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 he can stretch. Yeah, exactly. It was like, it was like a... You know, a moment of pure joy. I was like, okay, they they did the thing. They did the thing. Okay, what are you calling at? You calling it? I a- I love too how they uh how they kind of throw away the attack names by saying oh, yeah. it's, it's cool to call oh, out yeah, the attack, attack names. names, and then Sanji no, says it too. No, Zor- oh, 
Zanji says it, and then Zoro's like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the oh. like the competitive uh, camaraderie that they kept with Sanji. Right. It's fantastic. It's great, because as much as they like hate each other, and I'm air quoting that, that Sanji and Zoro don't like each other, they actually love each other. I, just- and the, um, that, that was actually the another point I was going to bring out up about Sanji, is I think I, I actually like his character much much more mm-hmm. in the live action adaption because he's not that fucking um simp character that like oh, no. will do anything for a woman he's uh, and then he's just essentially because when he first shows up he essentially ignore, ignores the rest of the crew mm-hmm. and only basically answers to nami but yeah. in the show he feels like a much more well-rounded character it was like yeah he's still a little bit of like a philanderer and he hits on every woman he sees but he like shows his caring side to the rest of the crew from the very beginning, which was super cool. Right, and uh, that's what I enjoy. Like, it comes with the knowing of a character, because in the early parts of this manga, Oda had to establish these characters, and that's what the point of every arc is, to establish a character or something like that, that leads you with this journey, that either joins the crew or is a pivotal moment of the crew in their journey and goes from there. And that's why I feel like, with this show, the show owners are like, we're not gonna baby you. We're gonna tell you how this world fucks, and then we're gonna leave you, and then yep. you're gonna go read. And, then, and it's like we're gonna take fifteen minutes to establish these characters' backgrounds, and then we're just gonna move right the. And fuck then we're on. just gonna keep going. They're gonna have conversations that normal people would have if they just met a week ago. I, I honestly, because legitimately, they all just they all just met a week ago. See, I'm I'm uh, I'm excited for them to do season two because I want to see what they do with Chopper. Because Chopper's because Chopper's one of my favorite characters. I love Chopper. <laughs> you know who's been um, fan casted for um, uh, playing Kurahina, the woman doctor who takes him in after the old man dies. No, um, she's actually a huge One Piece fan, and I'm forgetting her name entirely. Have you seen Everything Everywhere All at Once? Oh yeah, um, the res- the accountant lady. Oh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is a huge-ass One Piece fan. Dude, she would be perfect in that role. As Kurahina is just the old woman who walks in, kicks ass, and just goes, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, that would be amazing. Mm. I Um, would love that. So something I kind of want to compare this to is another adaptation that Netflix is kind of fucking over right now, in my opinion, is Witcher. Oh, God, yeah. So... The biggest thing I say it's a fuck up of an adaptation is because the showrunner is making it their own show, but gutting out the ideas of what made Witcher so good in the books. Yeah. Because in this show, it knows what it is, it knows how to differentiate, but it knows how to keep the core soul of it all and all that. Like, to keep the characters, like, the the story, the... The the messages are still the same, you know? Yeah. Well, season one was... It was fucking great. It was. It it established the world well. It did a good different thing with the time bit, time jumpy bits. And then season two had the potential to be great. Like the first half of it was actually pretty decent. Mm -hmm. It's when we get into the latter half with all the witch bullshit, Mm -hmm. like where it takes a completely divergent path. Like Yennefer is, see, they keep doing this thing where they make Yennefer the villain and then immediately try to redeem her. Just let her be a piece of shit. Right? You know what I no mean? one no one in the Witcher universe outside of Dandelion is like not even Dandelion, what am I talking about? Is like a true good human. Like you meet those people and they fuck off. Like they go they have their arc and they leave. Like you know well, you know what made me stop watching that season in its entirety? When Vesemir's like, Ah oh, yes, we can use the blood of Siri to bring back the witchers and the monsters, and I'm just over here like 
Hold up, time out. You mean Vesemir. You mean Grandpa Vesemir. You mean the person who basically raises <laughs> Siri when Geralt's not around. Is gonna do this shit? Fuck off. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I mean, I I content, I watched the whole season too, and I was like, okay, I liked the first half. It was okay. Some right. of the monster fight scenes were pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't even bother with season three. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, oh, I didn't even watch I, it. I read the re- reviews for it, how they basically turned it into mm-hmm. the Yennefer and um, Siri. Siri show. And I was just like, there are side characters. Mm-hmm. The Witcher is the main character. The like, Geralt is supposed to be the wandering philosopher kind of like roguish type. And they, I think they missed that for that kind of idea. Yeah, well, it, it his character gets completely phased Neutered. out, I believe, in season two. Like and he's basically just a side character in season three from everything that I've and heard. That's and read. when Henry Cavill left. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're like they're destroying something that he truly loves. Mm-hmm. I mean, this like, it's pretty obvious in season one. He was doing this as a passion project. Yeah, I mean, he, there's no way he was getting paid the amount of money he would have got paid to play like Superman or do like a big role like that. Mm-hmm. This was clearly a passion project, and it's obvious Netflix is the one that fucked it up. Oh, 100%. Like, the showrunner didn't do well. It's like the same human who did, like, Star Wars for the past couple of years and then <laughs> and then got fired. Yeah. Except they won't fire this woman because in Netflix, like, cash cow. And I'm like, no one's going to watch Liam Hemsworth. No, that's the perfect reason to make those people the main characters because no one wants to see Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> Beside the point. Um, we've already done enough. No, so what in this aspect of Witcher to One Piece do you think... Netflix or people who are making these shows could learn in order to make better, maybe faithful, more not faithful adaptations, but like allow them to like say, Oh, I can make this in live action. Oh, I can adapt that book. Oh, I can. Well, I think part of the problem with the Witcher is it's like, I'm going to piggyback off what you said Yeah, is that the woman riding and like running that shit is she is using the Witcher title to sell her own vision yep. instead of recreating the and adapting the original stories in an honest way where mm-hmm. she's just like oh well fuck this i don't you know i'm not even going to use this material and there's what like five six witcher books something like that more, more exactly there's like seven i think Quick to the um, people. The- Give it a goog, as we say on my other podcasts. <laughs> no, um, no, it's the it's the intern department. It's the research department. Which research department? Go. But uh, but yeah, um, I honestly the only reason why I think One Piece was so good is because it's adapted from not only not only be part of it is because it's such a worldwide phenomenon. So it was I think it got uh the budget it needed to make this project successful. But I also, it's pretty obvious that everybody that worked on the one piece project is really passionate about that story. Yeah. And and you have to have, if you're going to adapt something like a long running series, like the Witcher one piece, I mean, if they want to do another, you know, maybe something more obscure that not as many people know, like the Witcher, they're going to have to forgive group together people that are actually passionate about this. You can't have a like a, a ty- half-ass cast. Well, you can't have a tyrant either that's like, well, I'm going to completely diverge. Like, you know, you like you have to have people that are willing to work on a project and meet in the middle and 
Netflix needs to get over trying to turn things into a cash cow and trying to bank off a name because they've done it plenty of times. They did it with Bebop. They did it with a lot of... They tried to do it with the Full Metal movies. Like, those were trash. Those were bad. They're like, you know that thing that everyone cries about and memes about? How about we make bad movies? Right. How about we cash in on its name? I want to say that, actually, they didn't make the movie. They got the distribution rights. Can't confirm or deny that, though. But, yeah, it's it's just... um, Honestly, it's a problem with a lot of platforms, though, where they're just using the name and they're not really... They don't care about the source material. No. And, like, you know, the whole, the people that are going to watch this shit are fans. It's like, yeah, the, the, you know, you might get some new fans, but it's primarily going to be the core fan base that's going to watch this kind of shit. Because those people are going to tell their friends, hey, we should watch this. Hey, we should do this. Hey, we should sit around and talk about it and talk about it on social media. But no one's going to do that. Like, people are going to do that with this show because One Piece has had a demonstrative following. Demonstrative, yeah. that's not a word. A monstrous following. And... I mean, it's it's the biggest manga of all time. Yeah. Like, there's not... There is not a higher selling... I mean, I would say its predecessor, Dragon Ball, is probably more well-known just because it's existed for longer. Because Journey to the West has been around for, for a long For a long time. fucking time. Multiple adaptations and multiple yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. I would say that Dragon Bell is probably a little more internationally known just because it, I would it's a predecessor. No, it's, it's, a, it's a predecessor, man. And it, Dragon Ball has been adapted into so... Well, I mean, I know One Piece has too. But it's it just... Dragon Ball wasn't distributed, hasn't distributed as long as One Piece has as an ongoing series. So it's become the highest selling manga of all time because it has new and actual good, consistent content that keeps coming. Whereas Dragon Ball, unfortunately, it should have stayed ended and they tried to continue it and then and make Oda money off like, of it. I don't want to. Not Oda. Um, Akira Toriyama. Thank you. The only. The only effort he puts into anything is the uh, Dragon Ball movies and you can tell. Oh yeah, because he develops characters, develops good plots, it goes from there. Yep, and it's and that's the only shit that's been good. Like all the the whole Dragon Ball super, super. And that's why it's just like, you know, I'm like the if they want to do Dragon Ball movies, that's cool. Right. I was like, but I was like, please let you know, unless let the man unless drive. there's passion and drive and relevance like what mm-hmm. one piece brought to like, please don't adapt animes. Like, don't if you're not gonna do them well, and like, well, don't even fuck with it, man. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of I we've, guess that's, that was the point I was gonna make. Yeah, we've learned. I think, at least I say we as an audience have learned that these are gonna be very few and far between of actually being good when done in like Netflix or streaming hands. Well, it's, it's because they're just gonna go for the money. They're not gonna go for. Actual adaptation. This is an outlier because the behind the scenes of these people loving the characters they're playing, the behind the scenes like director and writer being like Oda Sensei, Oda this, Oda that. Like there's a thing of Anaki going to Oda's workshop and talking to him personally, and I'm just like these people gave a shit, like a more more decent shit than anyone else. And you know, in the entertainment industry, it's uh that's pretty rare. I mean, just look at ninety percent of the shit that Disney's popping out. They're right. they're just using the Marvel name that they've built over the last thirty years. It's Ever Guardians. I knew what they were doing with that. James Gunn was like, "I have a three arc story, and here we go." Yeah, well, I, I, like I, I've said this many times, I think Guardians 
is probably the last good Marvel movie we're going to see for a very long time. Oh, I've given up. I'm not going to go see another Marvel movie. No. It says Spider-Verse in front of it, and we don't have a release date for that anymore. And uh, pay your fucking people. We'll get to the... I'll get to my uh, uh, SAG after uh, pledge here in a your, minute. Your, your, uh, your rant. <laughs> my rant. Yeah, but... um. What do you want? I've given you a lap cue, and you just keep jumping down, and then you come back <laughs> it's, up. It's kitty intermission time. That's that's what's going on it's right kitty now. Kitty intermission, kitty intermission. But no, um, thank you, Q. You made me lose all the. Don't touch the cord, you Trixie bitch. Fuck you. And then you, she, she left. She's gonna look at me again and be like, "Can I try again?" And I'm gonna say, "No, you can't." She got what she wanted. <laughs> Attention, you whore. <laughs> I hope that picked up. <laughs> Q, one more time. Come back. There we go. That picked up. <laughs> that had to have picked up. Oh, man. Um, uh, no, so overall, we have a good grading scale here. We have uh, celibate to it fucks and everything in between, which we don't have a scale for everything else. Um, Drew, on the scale. Oh, it definitely fucks. It fucks? It definitely fucks. I agree. As a long-term One Piece fan, I was very scared about how they would, you know, treat my baby, treat the thing that helps tells me to uh, pursue my dreams, do the shit. Um, and I'm just over here like, thank you. I just want to, like, this is me not putting on an act. This is me not doing anything. To the people who were behind this project, um, I thank you dearly from my uh, heart and my soul uh, that I don't have, um, that you've successfully made it possible for other people to enjoy this great piece of work outside of your film adaptation, your TV series into something that people can get invested in and hopefully enjoy it. Like uh, thousands, maybe even millions of us have also enjoyed. Yeah, you, you're a bitch. <laughs> it's just so nice to see um, something that's not Western handled with so much care. Cause as we were saying before, it's just so rare that a manga anime any anything that wow. is not a western story handled with this much care and it's really cool mm -hmm. if um if they could do this all the time we would have just have so much better content we would and that's why uh back to it it fucks it fucks really well do i enjoy what the cuts yes do i know how well it's paced and better and all that you get characters to shine you get these moments that are really good yeah it's i was I, i'm gonna say i i ate this shit up man i yeah. watched all eight episodes in a row that are out right now mm -hmm. it's paced very well it, it's just like boom 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 it's uh it's had that you know it's like you said it's had that time to make necessary cuts so the flow of the show it runs much better mm -hmm. and i feel like that's comes with time but it also comes with this idea of just being uh the ability to do it because people already know the story so let's add our spin on it but i felt more like to kind of go off that on a random topic even though we gave it a rating i felt more impact from the usopp story in this show than i did in the other time because the story of the, like the denial and like all that just like he's saying pirates are coming so his dad will come the fuck back and help his mom and i'm just over here like uh yeah i um because i'm pretty sure we don't find out that um his dad is in the shank screw until much later in the story 100 percent. because yeah I, I, I love the early reveal of that i thought that was so cool and so well done you can also see it in his eyes like usopp's eyes where he's just like you knew my dad and i didn't 
and you're a random human I met like an hour ago. What the fuck? Yeah, that whole I love what they oh the guy they got to play uh, the black cat captain oh is fucking again, perfect. Casting is immaculate. They looked up people. They probably went through like a dozen people for each character, just being like, "You'll do. You will do the job well." Uh, well, that is our official take on it. And now it's time for the little fun section of the podcast where we come up with a random game. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah. Ready <laughs> I for wasn't that? ready today. You weren't ready? I wasn't ready. You, were, you weren't ready. <laughs> Training begins now. <laughs> you, you weren't, weren't ready. ready. <gasps> I was going to bring this up now that we're... Uh, did you see that Team's Four Star released part one of the Boo Saga? Bullshit. Bullshit. It's 14 minutes. Where? Look it Where? up. Look it no, up. they I, didn't. I, yes, Bullshit. they did. Bullshit. It's Ding. it's it's not as uh, it's not as cut well as the where uh, you line sack of sh- <gasps> no wait it's like fourteen minutes yeah That's but it. is this them it's Jersey the, made yeah it's their voices bullshit it's their voices. yeah f- bullshit bullshit. I'll play it after we're done, but like, okay. bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. I was blown away yesterday. Bullshit. I saw this. And I just went, ah, I'm not going to even look at it. I saw like a thing about it on my feed and I said, it's probably nothing. And then bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Horseshit. <laughs> bullshit. You are going to be surprised. I, you know what? No game. No nothing. Yo. I'm finding this out right now. Yep, please no, do. Thank you all for listening to all two, five. I don't care how many of you are. This is just a fun little anime podcast that we like to do. If anyone thinks about sponsoring us in the future, please. We like this. And, and we'll, rese- we'll, we'll, we'll research more shit, too. Like, yeah. We'll get a researcher. We'll do all of it. We, it we're just, begging you. Please. Get us out of our day job. We don't want to do food service anymore unless it's that customer's always wrong. Coming to you in 2025. I don't know. I'm just going <laughs> to If you want to give us money for that, we'll take that too. Yes, we'll happily. Listen, we're, we're shamelessly plugging ourselves right we're, now. We're poor. <laughs> we, we're going to be in debt for the rest of our lives. We'll at least be happy doing something in debt for the rest of our lives. Thank you and good night. Um, long live the strikes. Um, uh, unionize. Um, you're worth more than those corporate cunts are going to give you. So make your fucking money and steal their money from them. <laughs>